you're listening to Stalking Spurs, the podcast that's 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity, hosted by Spurs fangirls, me, Acid, and Patty. Hey, Patty, what's up? Hey, Acid. We are sounding way too peppy for the content of this episode. (laughs) Should we we dial it back and maybe, like, better represent the mood of the moment? It's been a while. Hey, guys. Hey. You're listening to... Stalking Spurs? Stalking Spurs. (laughs) No, but yeah, I, I missed talking to you. Uh, how how have you been? Uh, g- good. I would say good. I think if I were really honest about it, no, because <laughs> look at our form. <laughs> but otherwise. But, uh, yeah. You know what? Let's put that aside for a bit and leave the serious talk, the hard talk about our form for halftime. If that's what you're here for, scrub on to halftime. But if you're here for the football adjacent frivolity, you've come to the right place. Hi, guys. Hi. So in our first and second halves are going to be full of a reggae content. <laughs> it's a reggae fest. Or shall we say it's a reggaeton. <laughs> We're going to talk about reggae modeling our third kit like he's a millennial dad running errands. We're going to talk about Reggie and, and the videos from Spurs official of him reacting to the team FIFA rankings. We're going to see him getting pranked about his own FIFA rankings. We're going to, like, creep on Reggie and Marta's date night at Salt Bay's new London restaurant. It's everything Reggie. I mean, there's other stuff to promise, guys. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For now, get ready. It's Reggie. All right. There goes the whistle. Let's join the first half. Acid, why don't you start off Fest? Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll kick it off. It's kickoff time. So first, we want to talk about Oregi in our third kit. So over the past few weeks, Spurs Official has been coming out with images from photo shoots and like videos of players modeling our third kit. And we want to specifically talk about a series of photos that has Oregi um, along with Skip and Lucas modeling the third kit. Um, and they look like, I guess, they're styled in a really specific way. They're dressed <laughs> like extremely average fans. They're wearing khakis with elasticated hems. They're wearing running shoes. Reggie honestly looks like he's dressed to run errands. Like he should be carrying like a supermarket tote bag and his dry cleaning. I'm... <laughs> what is this styling choice? Okay, I loved the second kit. Uh, the, away, the away kit yeah. is amazing. We loved it, we loved it, we loved it. The third kit is always a hit or miss. I'm Mm -hmm. not totally against this one. Purple isn't my favorite color, but I do love their training kits from a couple years back in the Poch era when they had like the purple warm-up kits. Mm -hmm. However, there is this photo and all of these links you will see in our episode description. So please judge for yourselves. But does it look like, I mean, it's impossible that they made it look this way. But Reggie looks like he has a tummy, like a, like a dad bod in one of the photos. And that is crazy. These people are ripped as fuck. And it's nuts that, uh, what? The, the, it's either the lighting or the posing or whatever, but I was so confused. I was so confused. How, does this, how is this possible? Yeah, yeah. It's not, I don't know if it's just the way they're styled or the way they're shot, but it's not, it's not very flattering. And I guess I also want to take a moment to ask, what do you think about the third kit itself? Because it's giving me Ube Halaya vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not necessarily bad, but I'm not sure you want like a, a sticky dessert yeah. as, as something to think of first when you're designing elite football You kit. know what? You know what? 
when we start winning in the third kit, I'll love it. That's all. I think like I think the 2018-19 kit that took us all the way to Amsterdam, the miracle of Amsterdam, all the way to the Champions League. I was on the fence on that one because I was like, wow, that is very green. But then the magic that it brought. So I think it's less the look and more the experience. Except for last year's away kit because it was yellow and I love it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's it's fine on its own. Maybe yeah, debatable. But we just need need some magical moments in it. So go go on, Reggie. Go. It's your time to shine. Exactly. Make us love this ube kit. <laughs> now I'm getting hungry. Uh, I guess speaking of thirst, hunger. Uh, we're now moving on to a Instagram. Uh, video posted on the official Spurs account on FIFA rankings. Actually, there's multiple videos on this, and I can't blame the social media team for milking this for all it's got because literally it's all we have right now. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't play FIFA. I know a shit ton of people who do, and from what I understand, based on the players' performance in the past season, they shockingly release a new FIFA every year. I'm like, what? People actually download the latest stuff, but I guess that matters. And every player that exists in uh, the Premier League gets some rankings. So in this video that you will see, you will find again, Reggie, master showman, star of the show, suddenly a native English speaker. We're so proud of him. Uh, Doherty and Chafet Tanganga duking it out. So... In this first video, they kind of prank, quote-unquote, um, Reggie, that his scores are a lot lower than they actually are, which I think is horrible and mean. Um, yeah. Like, wow, to do this to Reggie, I think he's, like, the best sport, and that's why I'm, like, that's why they were okay to do it to him. Honestly, I kind of wish they'd do it to Doherty, but just showing him his real scores, but because they're bad anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh man. And I wonder why they chose Reggie. Like, he's just gonna be a sport yeah. about it. Honestly. It's, yeah, I can't, I just, I can't get over the meanness. Because I, even to begin with, it's already so yes. difficult to kind of see your own report card on camera, right? It's, that's already a really tense moment. And to be shown something that isn't even actually a report card, just something kind of doctored to make you look like this is your report card, like he, I think he he thinks his speed is eighty six, which is fair because he's fast. And when he's shown his card, it's sixty six. Like oh my god, mini heart attack. It's it's terrible. Yeah, no, I'm just, I didn't like that they pranked him. One, I get that they're like all jokey jokey. I feel like the quality of the group videos now, is me a lot less than the group videos of the past i don't know if it's just because of the chemistry of the players i don't know if it's because i feel less attached to them maybe but even like the funniness i guess it takes time for them to grow into the chemistry um Mm -hmm. but in the specific video i feel for jafet because by the end of it he's just like so disappointed by his physicality and now he he guesses wrong it's a lot it's lower than i mean slightly lower 79 versus 80 and like he's just like who would use me i wouldn't use me and i felt so bad like that is horrific to record and say on a video like really i know oh my god it's like having your performance review posted on on instagram as you're going through your performance review and you're somehow like rated far lower than you 
than you think. It's so it's just it's it's difficult to watch. And like and like really good point like noticing the chemistry because even in the other video where it's I guess more positive because they're talking they're not just talking about themselves they're 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 kind of they're being shown cards and they're guessing which teammate it belongs to which you'd think is like a recipe for fun <laughs> and banter and like really lighthearted content it's still it's still not quite gelling and I wonder if like the the on pitch failures are kind of seeping out into the real world and it's it's also like eating away at their confidence off the pitch oh for sure I think it's so apparent. Yeah. Sorry, also, why would you put Dorothy in this video? Sorry, Dorothy, I'm not trying to hate on you, but it's, he's just so blah. Yeah, he's, he's a bit boring. He's not a joy he? to watch. I'm so sorry. Like, Rodan, I would watch. Like, but this one, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I guess that the, there's so many other players that are more, like, I guess, camera savvy and are able to give directors what they want. And fans, the entertainment that they want. And I'm just, I'm not convinced Doherty is one of those players. So, yeah. Reggie was a good choice. Always, because always. he is the master showman. Um, Tanganga has moments also. Yeah. So, he's he's good to have alongside Reggie. But I think as a third person, it could have been Yeah, and else. could they not have chosen a slightly older player? Like, I mean, older in tenure. Like, Dyer or Delhi. Ben Davis, mm-hmm. where were they? Where was everyone? I felt like this felt like too much of a new crop that there wasn't that connection to the older set. I don't know, which of course I have a better connection with. But yeah, yeah. no, this video was just I tremendous, and it's six minutes, right, or something like something crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, they really milked it because it's it's all we have right now. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, we don't blame the social media team at all. It's just like. I really found it painful to watch. Especially, I think, because we did obviously not perform to the best of our capabilities last season. So naturally, the scores would be not as great. Um, yes. Sure, individually, like, I mean, Kane, 90 overall. Come on. Hugo, 87 overall. Like, these are good numbers. But, like, yeah. well, then again, I don't Sonny know. Sonny is, I think he was 89 I'm surprised we're not, they're not in the 90s pluses, but I guess you, you look at it relatively, and I guess other players are just extremely good, and I don't pay attention, so mm-hmm. who the fuck cares, but... Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Dorothy, don't be hating on Kane. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> yeah. Giving... If your rating for personality was on that card. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. It would, nah, nah, I won't go yeah, there. I won't go we, there. We won't. Kane, We've already been Dorothy, there. Dorothy, I think you mean well. I think you meant that FIFA gave Harry too low a rating, and you think he deserves higher. Let's give you the benefit of the doubt. We're all on the same team here. <sighs> and there goes the whistle. We'll see you guys at halftime to hopefully bring up our spirits with our Kumbaya Master Toby. Catch you after the break. And welcome to halftime. Honestly, we didn't know if you were going to do this because there's a lot of feelings involved, but we do need the guidance and the steady voice of our Kumbaya master and sports correspondent, Toby, who is joining us for this segment. Toby, how are you feeling? I I have no words. Yeah, a a bit confused, but I don't know. It's not wholly against my expectations for the season, I guess. I mean, I, I, I still, I thought from the beginning, we'll probably be battling for 6th or 7th at best. Ooh. And it, I mean, not that we can't pull it 
back and reach top four, ideally. Um, but it's it's going to be a long season. Yeah. Oof. So just to, to give some context, the last few games, the score lines have been 3-0, Spurs 0. 0-3, Spurs 0. So sometimes <laughs> you're giving up too many goals, and sometimes you're not scoring enough. It just so happens we're doing both, which is not <laughs> ideal. Um, I know. Momentum-wise, the international break, you can definitely point to as a time that's kind of screwed us because we had injuries to Sun and, um, I think, Jaffet um, and a couple of other players. And then, of course, we had COVID protocol with some of the, the Brazilian and South American players. So that was really difficult as well. So that really threw us off. I mean, I, I'm not, I think it might have even been before then, but the Portuguese game... Um, in the conference league that we ended up losing that you could maybe point to that as a, a not particularly good sign of just that we're lacking a bit of depth that we don't have chemistry across our entire squad but I think there's plenty of reason for hope I think our scores will find their feet we're going to get people back and healthy our defense will be able to tighten up because like in that Portuguese game for example Romero our big new defensive signing made a couple of fairly serious mistakes on the counter-attack um so yeah it was a bit yeah. tricky i'm just i'm trying to i'm looking at our like run of form and i'm trying to make sense of it because our first three games were amazing we conceded no goals which is wild because it's us <laughs> and it's it's all it's a clean sheet clean sheet clean sheet and then you look at the last three games and it's like very not very messy sheet, not clean at all. We conceded three goals in each of our last three games, and that's massive. It's like it's such a sharp about face. So yeah, wow. I'm just I'm wondering why. Like you, you mentioned like is it chemistry? Are the teams just not gelling? Like what what could have happened that we are gelling at first and then now we're not? Or were the first three games like a fluke kind of, and now we're seeing what we really are? now Ugh, I don't know I think we're still finding our best 11 to some degree mm-hmm. I mean I don't super want to single certain players out but I didn't think Ndombele had a great game against Chelsea I think I mean some of the same frustrations that I saw from last season that he sometimes pushes up a little bit high up the field um, with, and then doesn't help on the counter-attack, and we just get a bit lost in the midfield. I thought we were too attacking against Chelsea um, and just opened ourselves up to the counter-attack time and time again against a very quick and attacking team. So I thought that was a bit of a mistake. I think we could have played a bit more defensively like we did against Man City and just you know stick Bergvine and Son and Kane up front and otherwise kind of sit back and just chuck them the ball and hope we can hit on the counter. I thought that would have been a better strategy than what we tried against Chelsea. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to single out any player, but let me single yeah. out. <laughs> no, I mean, I was talking with Suren because I keep messaging him before games, can we win this, can we win this? And is there something happening with Harry? I'm just not seeing the same spark. Yes. Or like, it feels like he's not there. And I don't, of course want to relate this to the fact that there was drama over the summer he's a professional he shows up he will play but it just feels like it's a different Harry and I can't help 
but connect those two. I mean, maybe it's just like, you know, getting used to the new coach. I mean, Nuno is new. Is it a new style? Are we, like you mentioned, are we not yet gelling as a team? But, like, even Sunny seems tired, and it's yeah. just so weird. Yeah, I have the same question, I guess. Because Sun or Kane, they'll make things happen. They will find a way. It's like the Jeff Goldblum quote from Jurassic Park. He says, life finds a way. And that Sun and Kane, they're world-class athletes and will figure out a way to deliver. But they haven't been in the past few games. With the exception of Sunny's like, uh, consolation prize. (laughs) Um, late in the game goal, but they're they're just I don't know, yeah I don't know what do you think, what what's up? I'm not sure he because he is making chances I suppose, he did miss a couple chances didn't he against Chelsea I think but, um he's still getting there and he has the right to warm up and he can't do it himself like if if you're giving up three goals anyway it's going to be very mm. difficult, I don't know I'm tempted to just say hindsight is twenty twenty but. We probably should have released him and made a hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty million at this point if that's what he wanted, and that was would have been a pretty good income for the team, and we would have been able to start to adapt our style to the post Harry era. Um, that's now looking like that probably would have been a good move. The, I do kind of feel like Nuno is trying to develop a strategy yeah. without Harry, with Harry and the team, like seeing Sonny mm, a lot more. Good point. Um, Active and I attribute this as I was discussing with Soren, who we really should get on the spot. But anyway, he has a kid. That'll be tougher to schedule. But the point is, like, yeah, he's right. It's like, it's as if Harry is not being utilized to the full degree, which I also get. But like, hey, we're so fair, huh? Um, but yeah, I guess it's just, it's just a bit, it's a downer. We, we did, the, truth be told, we did delay recording this podcast in the hopes that our Arsenal game would be the turnaround we needed. We got greetings from Toby, from Lamelibu, wishing us luck. And just like, I know that, you know, we're saying like, okay, if you don't get into the top four, at least you, you know, finish above Arsenal. And right now, honestly, they're they're one above us, which is strange because they were in the relegation zone just early on. Yes, just a few games ago, we were top of the table and they were bottom of the table. And now we're kind of, we're neck and neck, middle of the table. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't usually espouse like kind of roughhousey football, but in a... In a London in a London derby, when you've just lost two London derbies, mm-hmm. I think you need to either play really well or come ready and bash some heads, especially when you're on a sl- on a losing slide. So, because I don't like being pushed b- around by Shaka, we know he's going to do it. So send Hoiberg out to go and kick his ass, send Tanganga out to go and kick his ass, and just demonstrate that that's not going to be okay today, because. Yeah, we we just made it too easy for them to control the ball and for them to counterattack and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I didn't like being out-physicaled by them. We're, we're quite often out-physicaled by Chelsea because they always bring the intensity to these matches. We've seen it time and again. But, um, yeah, don't like it with Arsenal. Not because <laughs> we can easily out-muscle them. I mean, the only consolation we have is that we were away... Um, at Arsenal, and hopefully when you meet them again, you can show them what, you know, London is white. But until then, we have 
up upcoming games. Aston Villa at home, Newcastle away, and then West Ham away and Man U at home. So those are our upcoming games in October, apart from EFL Cup and UEFA Conference League group stage. So we've got a lot. Between now and the end of October, it is jam-packed. I'm scared to ask for predictions. (laughs) (laughs) So usually, you know me, I'm going to say with hope and with confidence and arrogance, I say maximum points. This time I say pleadingly. (laughs) Maximum points because we absolutely need need it. it. We've had zero points in the last few games and we need to make up for it. So please... The, for the love of football gods, we need to pick up every damn point we can. Yeah, no fucking draws. I'm glad you still say maximum points. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love it. For a di- different, like, different it's coming theme. from a different yeah. place. <laughs> but it's still maximum points. I love I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I think part of it, honestly, is that the Premier League, apart from the refereeing, which I think in a lot of cases, is still shocking. I mean, how Harry Kane, when every announcer, even Gavin, Gary Neville says, Harry Kane was kicked inside the box, that's mm-hmm. a penalty. So VAR takes a look at it, and it's just not. So that's when we're three down. So we were a three to one then, weren't we? So that would have been three two with maybe 10, 15 minutes left. That's a very close game. So I think we have every right to be disappointed in that. But uh, yeah. But it just doesn't go our way oftentimes. But I think that aside, the Premier League has a lot of good teams in it. Aston Villa just beat Man U. I mean, watching the Brighton and who was it that Brighton just played? Uh, Could have been Leicester or Leeds, but they just beat. But there's a lot of good teams in the Premier League. A lot of teams that can sling it, that can attack really quickly, that attack well. Um, So it's going to be a very difficult season. There's no easy games. Maybe Norwich. Let's not. Let's cross our fingers. Who the fuck I don't know. Knows? I think we met them last yeah, season. Yeah, we did. They... You're right. Who the fuck knows at this point? All right. Well, but I'm I'm still optimistic. I think we'll figure it out. It's September. I mean, we were. That's true. We led the Premier League last year until end of November, didn't we? So it's like any anything can happen, really. I like it. Always ending on a hopeful note. So. Thank you, and Kambay. apologies to Ndombele. It's it's yeah. It's really not any one person's fault. And yeah, I mean, it, he's got so many positives, so many perks as well. That it's I think it is up to the manager to slot him in and make it work with the theme of the team and and the strategy of the day. That's good to hear. So no no new no out just yet. We're no, early days. No, 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 he's he's the way forward. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Toby, for giving us some sun- semblance of hope because this was getting really bleak and I was uh, longingly looking at my kits and hoping for better days. So maybe they're up ahead. Fingers crossed. Maximum points. We'll talk Maximum to you soon. Maximum points. Let's go. And here we go, kicking off the second half. Um, so we'll start this off on, I don't know if this is, is this a creepy note? <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna crash a date night between Reggie and Martha. So this week, I don't know what occasion it was for them. Maybe it was just a normal date night. Maybe they were celebrating. Is it an anniversary? What is it? We don't know. So Reggie and Martha um, went to Salt Bay's new London restaurant. 
Um, don't know Salt Bay. Google it really quickly. You'll immediately find all the relevant information. It's basically a dude salting things. Um, and he has a restaurant where apparently you can get a steak for 680 pounds. What? Yeah, yes, yeah. This is what, this is what like, uh, Instagram celebrity gets you. You can now, for salting something, you can now charge that much for a steak. Anyway, anyway, beside Jesus. the point. Beside the point. So, we see on Reggie's Instagram, he's shared a video of him salting his own steak at this restaurant. <laughs> salt Bay style. So, Salt Bay, if you've Googled him by now, you know that he has a really specific way of salting, salting food. And, um... <laughs> Reggie, so Salt Bay chops up the steak and then Reggie steps up the salt. And he does it really well, I would say. He's obviously, yeah. like most people in the world, yeah. he's obviously seen videos of Salt Bay doing this before and maybe has even practiced and has now oh, for sure. gone and executed it beautifully. For 680 like pounds, yeah, you better fucking practice on like whatever meats you have at <laughs> home because you only get one shot at this. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking also, if you're shelling out that much, like I, part of it, Part of this cost surely is watching Salt Bay yeah. salt your steaks. I'm a bit disappointed that Reggie had to do it himself. Yeah, I get it. It's for the gram. But like, dude, you paid this guy too much money for a steak that I'm sure is fabulous, but probably not worth 680 pounds, no <laughs> yeah. matter how rich you are. Yeah. Um, another, another part, of course, there are two people at this date. So we also <laughs> see... The experience from Marta's perspective. And on her own Instagram, she's kind of... She's uh, uploaded this video of the entire experience edited to a Camila Cabello song, which is, of course, that's what you do. <laughs> Why yeah. not? And she just... Can I just say she looks stunning? In one of the of first course. first images in this video is her in, like, this flowy white shirt, which, <laughs> like, wh- why would you go to dinner in something that's so such a stain magnet but anyway she manages it she looks beautiful and she looks impeccably clean good job marta you're living your best life Go for she it. is amazing and this is the instagram couple for the generation because they are giving us the content guys it was a tough couple of weeks and we have been struggling and so thank <laughs> you for this cheer that they've brought us Speaking of people giving us some cheer, of course, we're checking in on the old boys. I think it's really sweet when the uh, graduates are still wishing us well. Yeah. So, of course, you, you, you know, Toby wishes us well. But we also got one from Lamelibu, who I wouldn't say was pushed out in the best way. But, I mean, like, he was still a pretty valid part of the team. And the way he had to leave was obviously not ideal for me but it's nice to see that there is no hard feelings because Lameli Boo was wishing us luck for our game against Arsenal uh we miss you Coco so fucking much we could have used you and your energy and yeah. your active like and just beat some shit out of some people yeah and it was just nice so thanks to this first one for capturing that because I think it was like an Instagram story um I'm just sad. I, I, I'm just sad. I miss I miss your rage, Lamella. Exactly. I miss it. We, we need really that rage. It. We need the rage. We need the Rabona. Um, and of course, in tweet shit jam likes, uh, Jan Vertonghen uh, on Twitter, it was captured by the Spurs Web. Uh, uh, he liked, rather, a uh, post by the Spurs Web Twitter account. Uh, and we know this because we actually just actively look at the likes of Jan Vertonghen. <laughs> 
it's this and Ethereum stuff. So the 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 tweet from the Spurs web basically says you don't know what you've got till it's gone, and Ooh. it's a photo of the backs of Ericsson and Dembele walking on the pitch, and I thought that was quite poignant. And yeah, maybe uh, too obvious, Jan. Mm-hmm. You got some uh, feels there, but yeah, I support this. And yeah, we obviously miss you fucking too. We we yeah. know what we had till oh, it's gone, man. and now it's gone and we're sad. But uh, I just read before we wrap this segment up. I just realized <laughs> that that could be like the name of Lamelli's autobiography. Should he write one in a few years, he can call it Rage and Rabona. Rage and Rabona. There the you go. Coco Lamella story. <laughs> I love it so much. Netflix produced this doc. <sighs> Moving on, so we've been trying to look for like a, a silver lining in this gloomy, gloomy form, and I think I think we find it I in that so. one game we didn't lose, <laughs> and <laughs> Hoybier's post after that one game that we didn't lose. So check out this Instagram post from Hoybs. It's a what I gather is a selfie after the. Is it was that an FA Cup EFL Cup game where we skated by on penalties, and he's taking a selfie in the locker room, I guess, with Doherty and Son and Rodon and and Reggie, of course. And it's just it's such a sweet, it's such a sweet photo. He says, "Next round, nice feeling. Come on, team!" And what penalty? <laughs> Away support was on top because. Anyway, anyway, I think the the smile he's projecting in this photo is just so sweet and so fulfilled, and it just makes you forget about that penalty. I, I've forgotten it. about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It's just it's the it's the silver lining in all of this gloom. Doom and gloom. So thank but you, I mean, Hoibs. Thanks, Hoibs, and your smile. I mean, he's not the only one with a good smile, though. Acid. How That's true, rank? yeah. So when we were yeah. looking at this, we were like, wow, we our boys have great smiles. And mm. so we've quickly assembled a top three <laughs> Spurs smiles of, of this season, at, at least, or the last few seasons. And I think I would personally put Sun first because it's so mm. intrinsic to his brand, his smile. <laughs> and it's just so joyful and just, just sunny. Then I would put a very close second. I would put Hoibs because, again, look at this photo. It's just, it's pure pogs. Um, He's so cute. Deserves to be up there as well is Nuno. Because his, his smile is so warm and magnetic. I know I said top three, but I'd throw Hugo in there as well. <laughs> what I love so about the Hugo, rare. the Hugo smile is that it has a crinkle in the eye too. Yeah. The crow's feet jumps out and I love that. But I would also give a special mention to Giolo Celso. I think he has a great smile. That's when true, he, that's true. When he really lets it out. <sighs> but speaking of things that bring a smile to our faces we are now at our favorite segment of the episode welcome to spurs bb of the week and if you guys aren't aware this is where i creepily and thanks asset for helping me this week we creepily stalk the wags of spurs and sometimes the players too because they also do post about their kids and just look at all the cute baby accounts because guys there were a lot of fucking birthdays this past couple of weeks which means, what, everybody's fucking in January? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Summer I break, so. December? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> that is my key takeaway from BB of the Week, which we will dive into right now. Yeah. Let's stop at the Larice household where it was birthday week <laughs> this past week. 
And I think the first birthday we want to talk about is Bibi Leandro's first birthday. His first birthday party broke gender stereotypes with its theme. <laughs> and I, I love it. I'm living for this. Check out these photos from the always wonderful always. Maureen Larice. And she posted a photo of this Beauty and the Beast themed party. Um, where there are Beauty and the Beast standees, there are gold and blue balloons. Uh, the cake has the beast on it with Belle beside. It's it's love. It's super cute. It's super sweet. It looks like a beautifully designed um, birthday setup. And yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday! And and we salute your <laughs> your choice of birthday theme. I love it. Yeah, totally. I, I love it. She's so, she kills at, I think, themes, party themes. And I think the next one you want to check out is also within the, the Larisse household. Um, it was also Anna Rose's birthday this past week. This photo is just, it's a photo of uh, Anna Rose posing with a soccer ball and like a beautiful greeting from her mom. But there were also Instagram stories at around this time that she posted of like uh, this really beautiful tent setup, mm. like an indoor tent with balloons and flowers and it looked lovely. So it was like a, I don't know, like a Pocahontas in all pinkish pastels kind of setup. She's growing up right before our eyes. She's I so beautiful. Know. She totally She's so is. Beautiful. I'm getting like young Jennifer Garner vibes. She looks like Jennifer Garner's actual children, so that's yes. kind of crazy. Yeah, Wild. and she looks like she looks like a uh, Violet Affleck. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Happy birthday, Anna Rose, and happy birthday, Bibi Leandro. Yeah, happy. Birth- More birthdays up ahead. We move to the Sissoko household. Happy birthday, Lily Sissoko. Lily. <sighs> Thanks so much to Mary Lucida Bay, mother extraordinaire, for posting a video compiled. Through the years of Lily's awesome life. And of course, this is in French, so I have used Google Translate. I don't speak French. And her caption is, Awake, kind, caring, intelligent, determined, pudgy. (laughs) Already three years that you make me progress and that I make you grow. You and me, it is our best adventure. And as you grow, I will rise with you. Damn. Mary Lou, always bringing the goods. I'm so excited to see more of... Lily really thrive. Like, I want more of her energy. I want more of this BB of the week, like, passion she has because she looks great. We know she'll deliver. Uh, three years old. Happy birthday. I can't Happy believe it's birthday. just three. Like, how is she just three? Like, is this wrong? I feel like it's wrong. It, she's huge for a three-year-old, so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Happy birthday, Lily. Happy birthday. And I think you're noticing a theme here, guys, that even when <laughs> their parents have left the club, the babies <laughs> still very much, in our eyes, count as Spurs babies. This this next one really proves that because her mom was only at the club for three months. But the next <laughs> one is baby Charlie. So Alex Morgan's baby is super, super cute, and her name is Charlie. And this video we want to talk about was actually posted on ESPN Women's Instagram. And it's like, I guess it's a recording of an Instagram story from Alex Morgan. And in this, just watch it for a few seconds and you will notice exactly how Charlie feels about TikTok. She hates (laughs) it. She hates TikTok and she's not having this. Because it's essentially a video of Alex Morgan trying to do a TikTok and... 
Charlie not having it. I'm glad she's advocating for herself. <laughs> I'm glad that she is letting her feelings known to her mom. That she is not going to be a social media star. I appreciate that yeah. a lot. I, I don't want and you to do so this cute. dance, mom. No. Stop no. it. Carry me. Carry me. But yeah, <laughs> it's super cute. I miss seeing baby Charlie and it's so nice to always a Spurs baby. Always, always a Spurs always. baby. New Spurs babies that we haven't featured a lot because originally the account was locked, but it seems now it's public. Uh, mm. Also, I had no shame. I just followed her and requested it, and she accepted. So, nice. you know what? All's well that ends well. We say hello to Hoy Bia's kids. Uh, thanks to mom, Josephine, for posting this on her personal account. It has the uh, pink heart emoji with, like, kind of wings, kind of like a vibrating pink. Anyway, you'll see it. You'll see the link. And it's a photo of her two kids. Her daughter is snuggling her... Well, her son is technically the younger brother is mauling his older sister. (laughs) But it's so cute because these Scandinavians have this beautiful morning light in an all-white-ish nursery. And they're just so cute. It's always nice to see variety in the babies. And I'm so glad she's posting. So you know what, Josephine? You keep posting and we'll keep putting you. Uh, And you know what? I just realized her next post is another happy birthday. Oh, no way. I think, yeah, this is, I now realize, don't footballers get like a break at the end of the year? Like that's their only vacation apart from like the mid-year one where they're technically still training. So I feel like December is when every football player is impregnating their wives because this is like (laughs) four babies now that I've had birthdays. This is Um, definitely a pattern. (laughs) So her baby is four and Rosa, now we know the name, Rosa is having a unicorn rainbow birthday naturally as any four-year-old would. And it's super cute. They have their unicorn balloons. They have actually really, she has a really cute like, minimalist dress i love yeah. this candies this is cute very nice very well done thank you josephine please continue and happy birthday rosa and happy birthday and we're gonna keep saying happy birthday because the next one is another birthday <laughs> so we stopped by toby alderveral's instagram and we're gonna look at two posts here the first one is a happy birthday to his sweet little princess ayla and this series of photos is just super cute. It's all the Ayla content you want. <laughs> it's, it's just pictures of Toby and Ayla. Um, <laughs> happy birthday. Happy your dad birthday. says, although I can't be with you today, your love today, tomorrow, and always. Ugh, Toby. Yeah. Um, just two <laughs> weeks later, he posts another one. I guess now they're reunited. And I don't know where this is. Have they finally moved to where he is? Or did he come home to London for a while? Oh, that's a really good question, actually. It, but, yeah, in this photo, he's just he's bringing them to school. I think they're reunited because in an earlier post, he had this post of them. Um, and it doesn't look like their old house. You know how their old house, we know the door of their old house. This we is not the door. The of door. Old house. This is yeah. not it. This is not yeah. that door. So I think that I think this is um, where they're at. Maybe he was on like international break, and it happened to fall on her birthday, and that's why he's saying sorry for not being there. But yeah, they should be. They should be together. But anyway, happy birthday, Ayla, and congratulations for forever being our BB. Yeah, oh, of course. Movie. This week's winner, and almost every week's winner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, 
Acid for joining us, and thanks Toby as well. We will hopefully be back in better spirits in a couple of weeks' time with all our games coming up in October. And if you're not following us on social, at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and Twitter, we'd love to hear from you. And like, subscribe, smash that subscribe button, and share it with friends. And yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Kois, kois, kois? Kois, kois, kois? Bye, <laughs> 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 <laughs>